you're tuning in to an episode from Adventure Emerge 2021, the number one entrepreneurship conference for students and researchers worldwide. This episode is brought to you by our event sponsors, Edinburgh Innovations and Vonage. Ladies and gentlemen, and particularly ladies, uh, we have another brilliant e-commerce guest, and that is Grace Bella. I told you today, it's going to be a bunch of my friends. So Grace Bella, a, a wonderful, wonderful founder who went through uh, the Accelerate Me program at Manchester, another University of Manchester uh, alum. And Grace, as you can see her, I, I told her uh, before we joined the stage, rocking the beautiful Miss Kick apparel. She is the founder of this awesome brand. Just a quick brief on Grace. I think she'll probably share her story because she will be talking to you about culture, branding, and obviously every good brand should have a solid story. So I will not go into super deep detail, but a, a very accomplished ex-footballer who then turned uh, her, her, her uh, career in football into a true movement for girls and women's and ladies football all around the world. So meanwhile, there's a lot of people talking about making a change in the world of women. Uh, Grace is actually doing it. And that is something we love to see. So Grace, thank you for your time today. And we are very excited for your presentation. Thank you so much, Oliver, for that lovely introduction. It's great to be here. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the event and I hope I can add a bit of value today. Great great to meet you all. My name's Grace Vella. I am the founder and CEO of Miss Kick. Um, Oliver asked me to put together a bit of a presentation around brand and community for today. In particular, I, I really, really wanted to focus on community because for me and, and Miss Kick, building that has just been so transformative and pivotal for us as a business. And it's really drove us forward. So I'm hoping to share with you my top tips of how we've done it. Um, and yeah, just just sort of how, how it's really shaped Miss Kick and how it's helped us move forwards. So to kick us off, I thought I'd give you a brief introduction into myself and my background and my story. Um, so this is me when I was about eight or nine years old. Football was something I was super, super passionate about. I had a really, really football crazy family, so I didn't have much of a choice. Um, so it was just something I just loved to do when I was growing up. And I was fortunate. I, I actually signed for Liverpool when I was 14. Got to play through the academy set up there till I was 17. When I was 18, went and signed for Manchester City, much to my dad's disappointment because he's a huge Liverpool fan. <laughs> and, went, and went and played there at the reserve level. And for me, I being a footballer was always what I wanted to do. However, as life happens, um, I got released when I was 18 and I was gutted. I was heartbroken and I, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Like I put in all this time and effort and I felt very, very lost. So like a lot of young people do, went to uni, I went and studied psychology. Uh, again, no real plan of what I wanted to do. I just, just found it really interesting. And it's so true, as one door shuts, another door opens. And it was actually here where I had the idea for Miss Kick the brand. So I was in my third year of uni and I took an optional placement year and I was volunteering for a homeless charity. And I think being in that environment really inspired me to realize that I actually had so many more opportunities still. Like I had food on the table, I had family loved me, I had the opportunity to go to university. And I really wanted to get back in the football space. So I think that, accompanied with this idea I'd had for a while, um, evolved into Miss Kick. 
So I had no experience in business. I didn't never didn't know how to make a website, didn't know how to make a logo, but just spent a solid 12 months just Googling and learning in my spare time while I was on placement. And we launched the brand and I'd printed all the t-shirts myself at my dad's football tournament in June 2018, which is this picture up here. And probably it makes me cringe when I look at this store. Um, but I printed all the t-shirts and we sold 170 on the day. And I was like, wow, this seems to really work. This is something that could actually, people really liked it. And people coming up to me and they were saying they'd never seen anything quite like it before. So I decided I'd go back to uni, get my degree out of the way. And and from that moment on, I was full steam ahead, Miss Kick. So I, I graduated in 2019. And two and a half years later on, we've, we've really, really grown. I'm still here. Um, we're a, a team of six, which is our amazing team down here which uh, we run and operate in our Manchester City office space. Um, we have a 4G grass wall with a neon sign <laughs> that was on the vision board right from the very beginning. But the business has just grown and, and, and scaled quite quickly over the past 12 months. And down to this has been massively the community, which I want to talk to you all about today. So we recently went through a bit of a branding exercise and we decided that this was going to be our sort of new line, how we describe what Miss Kick is. So, Miss Kikara football brand and community for her. So community has been something that has just been, it's just seemed so important to not include it in, in sort of how we describe and talk about Miss Kick. So how it all started, it was quite organic and, and quite, um, it happened quite naturally. So during the, the second lockdown, I put this post out on social media to our followers because we were getting so many messages from young girls saying that they were struggling, that they were missing the football. So I thought, you know what, let's make a little WhatsApp group chat and we can invite a few girls in. So I think to start off with, we had around 34 girls and it, it just seemed to, they really, really liked it. And um, this quickly grew to, I think we've got about a thousand girls now. We've had to split them up into different chats. But what happened, we did it from a really sort of um, place of wanting to help, but we started to realise how much value the girls were having and, and that actually could be a really good business opportunity as well. So what we did was we we sort of structured it a bit better. So instead of just having um, chats and, and random sort of um, conversations, we were like, right, how can we add a bit of structure into this? So we decided to come up with our own ambassador community program um, whereby any young female could come and, and be an ambassador. So this would entail them getting these get like exclusive product discounts with they take part in competitions and challenges. They'd have the opportunity to connect with other like minded people and they'd have access to exclusive events and opportunities. So they featured in um, photo shoots. They've got to meet some of our athletes and players who we um, sponsor. And in return for this, they would help us promote the brand on social media. So this is just an example from something we did in, in the um, Facebook group recently. So we did a bit of a challenge where we um, they had to post a video on TikTok of of them kicking something in the off in the um in their house. And this is just an example of Amy just in in the office doing that. And what this does is, it, although it's something that they find very, very enjoyable, the increased reach and demand and engagement we get from this program has just been so, so pivotal, pivotal for Miss Kick. So how we did it, I think another big thing about community building is like it's very, very low cost and easy to do. So we literally set up a Facebook page, we have our WhatsApp group chats and we do Zoom meetups. Um, where the girls get to meet and chat. Um, the Facebook group, it, it basically runs itself now. Um, the girls like to post in it about all different types of things. So just an example here, a young girls posted a picture of a mom who's who's um, a first game referee and back. And it's just, it's just such an amazing place to be. 
we also have a WhatsApp group chat. So this is just an, another example that I've took recently. So we're able to put in, we get customer feedback instantly. So um, for example, Kate here from runs our e-commerce, she posted in um, a question about payment options and we get that information back instantly, like I say. And uh, for example, another way there down at the bottom, asking like goalkeeper sports towel, it's such good insight for us to see what our customers are wanting in there. Um, and then the meetup. So the girls actually get to meet up on Zoom. We're hoping to do more of these in person when and COVID allows us to. And then recently we've took it one step further. So we've, we actually have a global community now. We've got ambassadors all over the world in Australia and Canada, America, New Zealand, all across Europe. And what we found was there were certain individuals who were obviously promoting the brand more, they were more engaged. So we've sort of, we've tiered it up and we've gave them extra responsibility. So this is lovely Charlie here, who is our Miss Kit captain, tie it into the football theme for Australia. And she gets added value. So she might get a Miss Kit captain t-shirt. She gets um, first dibs on product. And her role really is to help us grow that ambassador program out in Australia. This has been quite helpful when, because we have ambassadors in Germany and sadly I don't speak German. <laughs> so being able to have a, an ambassador on the ground there who knows the women's football market well, who can speak the language um, for first and foremost is, it, it's almost like an extension of the team really. And, and they've really helped to grow sales and demand out there. Um, recently as well, so all because of this sort of organic, natural, um, affiliation with community we're actually bringing out our own app so this is set to launch in a couple months time and this is entirely down it's going to be community and content based so we're going to have like chats where they can talk um, we'll be able to post challenges in there there'll be a, a unique ambassador section where the girls can access the um, special discounts and things like that and I really wanted to include this slide just to show how important community is to us and, and how much we value it so I'm hoping sort of explaining that and going through that, that is a highlight to you guys, like why community is so important, but just to sort of summarize why I think you should consider community for your e-commerce brands. Firstly, you get to speak directly to customers. So you, like I say, you get the instant feedback on product. You get to really know them as people and ultimately your customers are king. They decide everything. So the more you know about them, what they like, what they dislike, the more you can create products and create content and, and social content um, that will attract them. Also brand advocacy, it's massive. So word of mouth is such a powerful tool. So um, I think when you have an ambassador telling their friends, their, their players, their parents about a brand, it builds that trust because it's coming from them. It's so powerful and it's very authentic as well. Um, and also returning customer rate, like I think at the moment, our returning customer rate is about 50%. So our customers are coming back. They wanna have that next product so they can promote it on their social media and shout about being an ambassador. Also increased reach. So in particular, we'll post, put a post out on social and we'll be like, girls, can you share this to your story? Um, and ultimately they might not have a, a massive following individually, but as a collective, that reach is, is so, so vast. And they're almost like micro influencers in that regard. Um, and yeah, we see, our, we see our ambassadors and our captains an extension of the team. Like I say, there's, there's only six of us. Um, and, and the fact that we have over a thousand girls out in the world talking about Miss Kick, spreading the message, really driving the brand forward. Um, we, we see them as, as part of us and, and yeah, really beneficial. It's also really, really low cost in terms of like a marketing tool. So you think WhatsApp's free, Facebook groups are free. Um, we could incentivize them by buying them a badge, costs 50p. 
um, and thinking about how much that customer might spend over the year, how many people they'll tell about Miskick. It is quite a, a low cost way to, to get your brand out there. And ultimately it drives sales. Like I said earlier in the presentation, it's been really pivotal in the sort of growth of the business. It's really have more people knowing about us and increasing the revenue definitely. And yeah, honestly, I'd say the the best part of Miskick is this community. Like it, I've connected and had so much fun with, with so many people and I, I call them my friends, we're a family. Um, in particular, like some of the standout ways we've we've helped people. I've had um, a young girl came in to visit us the other week and her mum was literally in tears saying how this brand, because she can call herself an ambassador, um, she she's, her confidence has grown, like she feels part of something because traditionally us, us girls in football, we're sort of seen and treated second best. And I think the fact that we've put them first, like it, the girls really do add value. We've had a young girl who sadly experienced a house fire and all the other community members bound together and were sending her things through the post. And we had another one, another one that stands out to me is two young girls went to a football academy in, in Glasgow and they were the only two girls at the whole academy and they both had Miss Kick on. And because of that, and they went over and the young girl was like, I'm an ambassador. And she was like, I'm an ambassador too. And they, they took a picture together and sent it in the Facebook group. and that it just builds that confidence between them. So yeah, it, it's been, it's so much fun. You get to connect and, and meet and, and empower and inspire a community that shares the same values as you. Um, so yeah, I'd say they're the, they're the points. And then finally, a few, few top tips that I'd like to finish off with. Um, I think it's so important that your community has a why and a purpose. So with Miss Kick, we're, we're all about the movement. We're all about inspiring change within women's football and that's what people really buy into it's something you need to think of something relatable and human so if you've got a business and it's not necessarily um like for example if, if you boil it down we sell t-shirts but we would never say that as a as what we do we talk about our wow our why and our purpose and i think no matter what you sell or what you do your business can have a why and a purpose um and it just makes them feel part of something like it makes them feel like they're making a difference so they're more likely to want to get involved and yeah, like I say, it's not about the product. It's about it's about solving the problem and then being a part of it. Definitely utilize the free platform. So we, we grew up before the app. We, we used Facebook groups and, and the WhatsApp chats. And yeah, make sure you, you identify them diehard fans because they are your absolute bread and butter and, if, and create a rewards tiered system. So we, we started off with the ambassadors and then we have our captains and then that makes the ambassadors want to work hard because they want to be a captain um and just think of like the low cost ways that we can we can reward them so whether it's a free t-shirt in the post or even a zoom session you can come visit us in the office there's loads of free low cost ways that you can add value um and yeah one thing that we have done is we've created a discount code for our ambassadors so like i say they get i think it's 15 percent off so we can actually see directly how many sales are coming from the ambassador program and yeah like i say really focus on adding value so for us at miss kick we post about women's football content. We give them the latest updates and scores. We give them opportunities to take part in photo shoots. They can meet the team. They get to meet our athletes. And um, yeah, really focus on on them and their needs and them as a customer. So that's me. Thank you so much. I'm going to open up to Q&A. Um, give us a follow on, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Miss Kick, and feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Grace, for a, a lovely, lovely presentation. Uh, and now, yes, we can absolutely move into the Q&A. So let me uh, ask the 
first few questions that we have already popping popping up in the Q and A section. Wonderful. Uh, so the first question is uh, a, a very very important one. So how has uh, sexism affected you in building Miss Kick, particularly as uh, both football and entrepreneurship are both male dominated. Yeah, yeah. I think um, football definitely prepared me for the business world. <laughs> um, it has been a challenge. I think if we if we start with football, maybe the the sort of level and opportunities that I got as a player are not the same as the boys. Um, and it still it still happens today. Sadly, we get messages from our community saying that in school they're getting bullied because they're a girl. So it's it is still a problem. And I think in business that I think if you look at the statistics, statistically, like women don't get as much investment. Um, there are less women, women businesses. So I feel I do see a lot of synergy between the two, and it's very similar. Um, but I, I always try and focus on the positive. So I've always tried to prove people wrong, and I think that's why I am where I am because I went through that as a as a young girl, as a footballer. So when I come up against things in business, um, I can imagine when I, when I was when I rocking up to um meetings like the way I sound I'm a young girl like people probably look at me and cast judgment but I always try like I say I'm on the on the positive and and just try and prove them wrong because that's the only way we're going to see change is if people like me young women um are, are still going up against it really thank you thank you and somebody's wondering if you could tell us more about uh, your transition from football to university and how did you deal with suddenly leaving competitive football oh it was hard it was so tough um so i got released when i was 18 and the reason why i ended up in manchester actually was because i was told my contract was going to get extended but at the time you couldn't you couldn't do women's football full-time you had to do do something else so I moved to Manchester and then I didn't get extended. So I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? It was definitely a big shock to the system. Um, but I think at that point, and again, it comes down to to the opportunities for women. I was 18 years old and unless I was going to make it that season, and I don't think I would have made a career out of it. So I, sadly, as a, I had to think about what I wanted to do for the future. And if I was a boy, I could have maybe fell down the system a bit, a bit more, played in like, for example, the championship unless you're playing top tier women's WSL, you, you, it's difficult. It's difficult to manage. So I, it was tough. I, I went to uni. I, I went from um, training like five nights a week to student nights on a Wednesday. <laughs> it was a bit of a, a crazy one, but I think I, it was the right decision for me. Um, I, I've been through that high pressure environment for such a long time and I just wanted to be a normal person and, and experience that. So and like I say, here I am doing Miss Kick and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't, I'm so thankful and grateful to be where I am. So sometimes things happen in life and at the time you don't know why why it's happened. But yeah, that there's always a, a light at the end of the tunnel and, and thankfully um, that was Miss Kick for me. <laughs> yeah, turn turn adversity into strength and never look back. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, now he asks, uh, I am also from the north of England and feel like people look down on me for it especially as so much of entrepreneurship and VCs are in London. Mm -hmm. Have you dealt with the same thing? And I think, by the way, this applies not just to the north of England, but obviously we have a lot of listeners for, from from uh, other countries, mm -hmm. say India, Uganda, uh, who obviously don't, uh, aren't in the middle of uh, like San Francisco, like the, the, the mecca of entrepreneurship. So have you dealt with some sort of like being looked down upon because you're not from like London and 
that. Yeah, I think so. I think, but again, I think there's there's problems. It's not just a, a location. Sadly, a lot of people face all different types of discrimination when it comes to, to things like this. So, uh, absolutely. Um, I I think sometimes people, because I'm Scout, I've got like a really strong Scout accent. <laughs> so I think sometimes people look down at me, but and I've, I've we've been able miss kicks been able to raise funding um and i've been to a lot of meetings where i know people just haven't took me seriously but it, it like i say i think there's there's always some form of discrimination involved um whether that's like race gender and i think you've just got to just be brave and keep going and, and push through so we, we like i say we were able we've able to we've done two funding rounds in the past 12 months but that took a solid 12 months of 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 knocking on doors, people saying no, it's not going to work, um, and just the the drive to keep on going, really. So, it's tough. It is tough. It's it's difficult, um, especially I, I'm I'm from a very small town, and I've had to move to Manchester. Um, but just keep going. Like if if I can do it, and that anyone can do it, and I think it is just that perseverance and um, determination that people have really bought into. Um, I hope that answers the question. <laughs> yes. Uh, wonderful. Now, uh, we are near out of time, but uh, a few quick questions. Uh, first of all, uh, people love listening to your story. A bunch of these aren't even questions, uh, thank you. Uh, but they're saying how much they, they uh, love what you have going on. Um, now, what, what does your typical day look like? Because back in the day, it was just like standing around going to, to like stalls. And running yeah. stalls near near matches. So so, what does a, a typical race day look like? <laughs> Gosh, it's different every single day. I feel like I'm in a bit of a whirlwind at the moment. So I think my sort of role personally has changed dramatically over the past twelve months. So this time last year, it was me and one other person in co-working. So now I have a team of six, like I was saying. So I've shifted a lot from it being me posting on social media, me doing printing t-shirts, literally everything to definitely sort of a leadership and managerial role which is something I've never done before so I'm learning on it as it goes but gosh my days are so varied I'll be last week I was at the warehouse next week I'm filming a campaign with a footballer um I've I do like finance meetings I think as a founder and out of a business you're so lucky that you get to you, you get to sort of hover into all the different departments and, and learn those different skills so probably a um, master of non-jack of all trades type situation at the minute <laughs> um but yeah it's it's so varied and things change from day to day um so it's like i just get to do a bit of everything at the moment which is great <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant and two very very quick questions so first of all what's your vision with miss kick where do you see the brand in the future i've always had such big ambitions for the brand like even when it was just me and my mom at the kitchen table i said mom one day i want miss kick to be the football brands like for females all over the world i want people to i want it to be all over i want people to see it as that brand that really drove it forward that really rode that women's football movement um i want to create the best products for spe specifically designed for female athletes wherever that's shapes fit sizes for all them different women who want to be active we we want to obviously build our community it's massive grow that on a, on a global scale and we also a big part of what we do at miss kick is we have our own charity so we have the miss kick foundation um and that's all about giving back because that's so so important to me as well it's about making sure we're making a tangible difference so hopefully some like miss kick events tournaments as well as obviously the product side of things as well but we'll see we've got a long journey ahead 
Awesome. And last thing, uh, just a very quick question. Uh, what is Grace Vela's other sort of favorite brand that does like the why and the purpose well, that, that got the branding right? Gymshark. Gymshark for me is the brand they've smashed out the park. They're, the way they built it around the community of, of people who bodybuilders and they grew it that way. They got out and did events. Like I see that very similar to the, the Miskit, how it's presented around sport. I think they they do it so, so well. <laughs> so yeah big shout out to ben francis <laughs> awesome grace thank you thank you honestly for your time and for the insight truly truly amazing and i wish you the best of luck no worries thank you so much for having me and and enjoy the rest of your event thank you so much thank you thank you actually let me let me correct myself you don't need luck when you have skill and oh. you grace have skill in abundance to oh. make it big not as i want almost wanted to say the the second sarah blakely but you will be the first grace villa so. oh. <laughs> thanks so much oliver lovely to see you